So how would you define your relationship status currently? So I am married. Um, however, we are in a throuple. The Romance Diva. A titillating podcast. Welcome to the Romance Diva Podcast. I'm Natasha Pendleton. And I'm Jason Doyle. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And I know that in podcast time, it's going to seem like the following week, but we're actually seeing us, uh, each other pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, because I just saw you the other day. <laughs> yeah, so we're actually recording this on a Tuesday, and usually we record on a Sunday. Uh, Sunday. But we have a special guest. We, we do. We would, and we don't mind uh, coming out and seeing each other during the week, especially when we've got special guests. I mean, I would have preferred you to bring me tacos, but I mean, I will let you Yeah, fly. I was. I just got off work. Da, da, da. I don't want to hear excuses. I, I don't want to hear excuses. And I don't even know what kind of tacos you like. Well, don't as long as you don't bring me like no taco or del none of that junk. But you know, I like authentic tacos. So I mean need you hit up a taco truck or need you hit up the Mexican grocery store down the street, something like that. But yeah, don't bring me nothing from no restaurant. Yeah, because you're a Cali girl and you I have am, certain I, yes, levels. Uh, we are and see, even though I'm Latino, I do not eat Mexican food. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to have guidance on where to go and all that kind of good stuff. That's just tragic. It. I'm a picky eater. It's just the way it is. How did you live life? Uh, well, very well, actually. <laughs> Not if you didn't eat Mexican food. I mean, that's like staple. I uh, I cook better Mexican food than I do soul food. Like literally. Wow. Okay. For like Christmas and Thanksgiving, my kids don't want the traditional food. You know, mm-hmm. turkey, ham. No, carne asada tacos. Salsa, guacamole. I mean, we we are literally going barbacoa. My kids want everything that ain't got nothing to do with, <laughs> with regular food, See, except for mac- homemade macaroni and cheese. They love homemade macaroni and yeah. cheese. So, well, I do get a that's bit that's the one thing you're gonna have to guide me on is some uh, if I if I gift you some tacos, you know what tacos I need to make sure. Oh, don't cause... worry, I'm not gonna let you fuck it up. So, all right, all right, I'll tell good. you where to that's go. <laughs> all right, well, since we've got a special guest, let's talk to our special guest. Yes, we're gonna talk to her. Um. So, you know me. I love when you guys message me or when you guys contact me. But in this case, I contacted this person because I'm not I'm not a Facebook stalker per se, but I do. We do kind of, you know, we'll watch some people. We, we're people watchers, me and my daughter. We like to see what people are up to. So, my daughter was like, uh, Mom, I got a question. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she was like, Remember her? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, so I wonder. And I was like, well, you know what? I'm a firm believer in less ass. Let's see. <laughs> and so, you know, we've had other we've had other guests on the show. You know, we've had we've had a porn star. We've had my baby mama. You know, so we heard about my lovely ex husband and his his lifestyle. So I'm a, I always like to see what it is, what's going on with people. And people like to put everybody in a category and everything's not the same. When I talked to Olivia and I asked her, um, she was like, yeah, but when you, when you responded back to me, 
I I took it completely wrong. <laughs> and so, I figured you did. I was like, wait, no, 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 please don't think that way. <laughs> and so she, when she said it was closed, I was like, wait, I wasn't trying to join. <laughs> I, said, I just wanted to know. And she was like, no, that's not what I meant. And I was like, oh, okay. And so, yeah, sometimes, you know, when you're texting some things, it doesn't come across the right way. But... Um, I'm going to kind of let her, uh, I have a couple of questions, but I'm going to kind of let her tell who she is and kind of why I, you know, knocked her down and dragged her over to the show. <laughs> but as you guys all know, I love people to sit on the couch with me. I mean, Jason's great and all, but I don't want him on the couch all the time by myself. <laughs> <laughs> He's so one-sided sometimes. No, sorry. <laughs> He's, Are you calling me vanilla? I'm calling you esque vanilla esque okay vanilla esque i'll take vanilla esque i got some vanilla bean yeah vanilla up in there yeah you got a little, I got a little chocolate vanilla swirl every once every in a while okay every once in a while <laughs> i mean you you was real good on the abc's and cursive thing so you know we i'm, I'm still you know some there's still, still hope for me there's still hope all right, all right so but if you guys want to sit on the couch with me please do so you can always contact me on facebook at natasha hauser pendleton you can also reach me on Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram as OKC's Romance Diva. And as well, you can check past episodes of the podcast. Where can they check those out? That is over at our website, uh, the Romance Diva Podcast.simplecast.com. Once again, the Romance Diva Podcast.simplecast.com. And, of course, you can pick us up on all the major uh, uh, podcast carriers like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, all those good things. We've got that. We're listed over there. In fact, I forgot to tell you about an email. Uh, The Romance Diva Podcast on Apple Podcasts is in the top 200 for sexually oriented podcasts. Oh, go me. Yeah. (laughs) So you broke the top 200 for Apple Podcasts with your nasty talk. (laughs) Now, speaking of nasty talk, here's that warning that we always talk about, you know, that you say I like doing, but it's just to make sure we give you the fair warning. The Romance Diva talks about relationships, talks about romance, and talks about sex. And so that means we get real honest and real nasty up in here sometimes. So this is going to be a frank conversation about relationships and sex. If that ain't your cup of tea, well... Here's your cue to find you another podcast to listen to because it's about to get interesting. interesting. Because we're going to talk about a lifestyle that not everybody really knows about, but the uh, theme, uh, it ain't no threes company. Hey, threes not always a crowd apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's very convenient. So now you've been warned. And here we go. So who is our guest again? So our guest is Olivia. And I actually met Olivia because, you know, I was going through that, not so much phase, because I still like to do it occasionally, but I was taking <laughs> pictures. And, you know, Judy liked to have her picture taken. We got some good And we did get some good pictures of Judy in that water. <laughs> and so um, she took my pictures. And uh, and my daughter's pictures, too. So it was yeah. actually a pretty fun, uh, fun little deal. And then she stopped taking pictures on me, and I looked yeah. up, and life changed. And then I was on Facebook, and she had a baby. She had got married. And <laughs> I was like, okay. And then I saw this other baby, and I'm like, wait a minute. I got confused. <laughs> so I was like, I think there's more to this story, and I'm about to find out. 
And <laughs> she told me all about it. So I'm going to let her tell y'all about it. So how would you define your relationship status currently? So I am married. Um, yes. However, we are in a thruple. Um, it's pretty much we, we started off as uh, just kind of casting in it you know just not really like interested you know just kind of seeing what would come of it um and then we met my wife now um I'm not legally married to her but I am legally married to my husband um I've been with my husband since we uh, since 2019 so um we've been together for that long we've been married for about a year and a half now and we've known each other since we were 13 Mm. So we have a lot of history, um, and we have a lot of foundation and stability. Um, we met my wife last March, um, and uh, it's actually funny because my son, which is uh, her baby uh, with my husband, uh, was born on our one-year anniversary. So that was on pretty cool. yours and his or yours all, and hers? All three of oh, the Oh, okay. On yes. the Thruples the anniversary. Yes, okay. on our Thruples anniversary. And now how do y'all um, celebrate all these anniversaries? <laughs> <laughs> we really don't. Um, we really just try to celebrate ours, you know, the one that the three all of us, okay. you know, um, because we don't really see us as, like, a you know, two person bringing one person in. We are all equally together. Um, it's technically considered a closed polyamorous relationship, um, uh, meaning we're not looking to add people to our relationship. Uh, we're pretty satisfied <laughs> with the amount of yeah, people. Don't read we those have. emails wrong. I was really messed. <laughs> I was really messed up. I was like, we oh. uh, we have a a lot of people in our family right now, so we're not looking to like add more to our plate. Uh, it is pretty full and overflowing right now. <laughs> um, we started dating, and then um, I found out I was pregnant soon after um, finding out that we were dating or. Sorry, after we were dating. Um, And me and my husband had been trying for a few months. And then I found out I was pregnant. Uh, She, you know, we gave her the option. You know, you can stay with us if this is too much responsibility. Uh, We completely understand. And she continued, you know, to stay with us. So a few months go by and... uh, we found out she was pregnant. So (laughs) it was like a double whammy. It was like, oh gosh, what are we going to do with these kids? Um, It's like finding out you're having twins, essentially. Um, And for like a lot of people that don't necessarily know our lifestyle or anything like that, uh, or we don't necessarily want to share our lifestyle with, we we do tell them that it is twins. (laughs) Because he's gotten so big now that he looks just Just like like her. her. Mm -hmm. He's caught up quite fast. Um, Because she's first. Yes. She was born in December, and he was just born in March. Yeah, so so he just got here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we've been together, all three of us, uh, for a little over a year now. Um, We are all living together. We are all in the same house. Um, I also have a six-year-old daughter, so uh, she is from a previous marriage. So uh, all of us, all six of us in a <laughs> all a house. So um, it's uh, it's basically um, it's basically just something that I came to my husband 
to before we ever started dating, before we even considered being, a, you know, in a relationship. Um, and I told him that my ex-husband had really shamed me for uh, when I came, or I tried coming out to him, and he had just shamed me and made me feel as if he wasn't enough for me. That's how he was feeling. He was saying I was making him feel that way. And it wasn't that for me. It was just exploring something that I was curious about at the time. I didn't even know if I would really like it, but I mean, I always found females attractive. I've always, you know, had girl crushes, but I never spoke out about it because there was just a lot of stigma in my household about it. So... I just, I, I, would, I never spoke up because I was always afraid of being made fun of. And the one time I did to somebody who I thought I really trusted completely broke me of that. So it was really hard for me to repress who I was um, for somebody that I thought I was in love with. And uh, he ended up leaving. And that, uh, like, uh, the next week I... St- I just really found myself talking to my husband now every single day. Uh, He was my best friend since I was 13, so of course I would tell him what was going on, and we just grew really close, and it was like a month after he, you know, came to me, told me his feelings, and I was like, okay, well, (laughs) here's something about me that I haven't quite shared with you yet, just because I, I was, you know, repressed the last time I did and he looked at me after I told him and he was like honey I'm from Houston (laughs) he was like (laughs) he's like that's normal (laughs) he was like if you like girls you go on like girls (laughs) and I was like well I don't know for sure but he did ask and he was just like well I kind of want it to be just us you know right now um just because we are focusing on who each other is together, who we are together as a couple, and I really want to learn who you are, and I don't really want to add anybody just yet, mm-hmm. just because I want to see if we can provide stability, if that were ever the case. And so I agreed with him. I was like, no, I, I really appreciate that, because I was just coming out of a divorce. I was all of a sudden going into a new one. I felt like I was rushing things. So I was just like, no, like, it's okay. I want to be with just you. I want to have stability because my ex-husband just left. The world is, you know, upside down. Upside down. So we really just put our heads down, worked at providing ourselves a future, and just spent three years loving each other. And... I am just as much in love with him now as I was that day when he accepted me for who mm. I was. And when... See, you're, the smile on your face tells it all. Because <laughs> at the does. podcast, you can't see the you smile. Can't see. She is but I hope, grinning from ear to I ear hope, when she says that. Yes, I hope it, it comes through. Because right. usually smiles do come through, but... I can tell that right. that's that's an honest statement you just yeah. made. Mm-hmm. He is he is the love of my life. He was there for me when nobody else was. He helped build me up, but importantly, he didn't build me up for himself. He built me up for myself. Mm-hmm. So he really provided me a solid foundation when I was going through the worst time in my life. So just getting to have that just 
I knew. I knew he was going to be the one. The one. <laughs> so then, fast forward. <laughs> How we kind of got into this was a little funny. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one day he got in the shower, and it, this was after I came to him, and I was like, hey, you know, what if we kind of just, before we get married, let's see. Because I, if this is something that, you know, we really like doing together, then we can continue doing it, and we're not going to have any regrets. And I also want to do it before we get married, because what if this just completely ruins everything? Right. And that was just a minor thought I had in the back of my head. The main thought was just, like, I want to make sure that, you know, everything is going to be okay afterwards if we do do this. And I want to know that he'll still marry me, even if everything does go completely wrong. Like, I want to know that he wants to be with me regardless of what we did. Mm -hmm. And so, (laughs) I had no idea. He was trying to surprise me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I woke up one morning and there was a Snapchat. And I was like... Uh, what is going on? And he was in the shower, and it was a female, and I was like, why is this female messaging you? (laughs) Because this was a a month or two after we had already, like, talked about trying, so I forgot. I completely, like, it it was just such in the back of my mind, like, if it happens, it happens. happens. I didn't know he was out there fishing, so... (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to make it happen. Yeah, so (laughs) I was sitting there, and I... I'll tell you, I don't, I don't have a good experience with cheating. You know, every, every relationship I've been in, I have been cheated on. So, um, it was not a good, <laughs> good thing to wake up to at to, the message uh, from know, the other woman <laughs> <laughs> at seven o'clock in the morning when I have to get up and get ready for work. And so I lost it. I was like, "Who is this woman?" I was like, "Why are you messaging her?" I was so like erratic. <laughs> And then he was like, babe, 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 no, 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 no. You have it completely wrong. Like, go back and read the messages. <laughs> so I was like, uh, okay. So I go back and I read the messages and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, oh. I was like, oh, it's for both of us. Okay. So, it's an S-gift. <laughs> right. So, um, the lady that, uh, you know, I'm just going to have her remain anonymous, but uh, the lady that we started things with, um, she was our first, you know, experience. She was, really, she was older, so she was more experienced in mm. it. She, she had, you know, experience in having threesomes before, and... I was so scared. This was the first time I would even kiss a girl. So I was just, like, so nervous. And I didn't know what to expect and everything like that. And then, I mean, the next day afterwards, it it brought me and my close... Or my, me and my husband so much closer. I don't know what happened. Oh wow! But I could not keep my hands off my husband. <laughs> she was like, I was more turned day. on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what happened or what came over us, but like, we literally could not keep our hands off of each other that next day. Well, damn. Okay, because it was just like it—it it was just an experience, mm-hmm. and I got to really experience that with him and. 
it didn't feel wrong. It she she was you know kind of like a mentor mm. and things. So it really like got me relaxed and open to the idea of doing it again. And there was like one or two other times. I, I think it was just once um, before we met my wife mm-hmm. and. There was people, like, messaging, but they were either more interested in her, like, in my husband, or they were more interested in me, and they just wanted pictures, and they thought we were, like, unicorn hunters, (laughs) and we really weren't trying to be. Like, that's that's a term in the, in our community that is very looked down on, and it's just to, it's just a couple who is trying to find a female to add and just kind of like a one night stand, mm-hmm. one and done type thing. I mean, in a way, we were looking for a unicorn, but we wanted to have a real relationship. relationship. Like, it wasn't just going to be like a one and done thing. Mm-hmm. And the woman that we had uh, our first time with, uh, she was in a, you know, relationship but it was kind of like they were they were swingers so mm-hmm. she just went off and did her, did own, her own like thing. little thing and then she came back home so it wasn't like we could really like add her to our you know Your relationship things, yeah. yeah because she was already in her own dynamic and we didn't want to take away from that so um with with cammy she came in <laughs> Basically, like, I just get this cute little Snapchat from this cute little girl that I've never seen before, but she's cute, and I'm just like, okay, and then we start kind of talking, and I was just, it was a completely different conversation than I've had with any of the people that, like, reached out, messaged us, like, anything. She was, like, just really interested in getting to know us, like... Not, hey, can you send me some pictures? Hey, send me a video of y'all doing it. Like, it wasn't all no, sex, sex, you. sex. She just really wanted to get. <laughs> yeah, and she just, she kind of realized that we were a deeper, uh, you know, him mm-hmm. and I had a deeper relationship, relationship than that, than just wanting to have somebody join in and go home the next day. Mm-hmm. And she started coming over. She was really scared because I'll be honest, she. She told us that she almost, you know, turned around and drove back because think of it, think of it from a, a young woman's perspective. I'm going to this house where this couple has their family, mm. like they have, you know, they're married. Like there was tons of things I was going through her head. There was like, oh, I'm gonna break up this this marriage. Oh, like what if they kill me? Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Romance Diva is sharing her stories, but we want to hear about your fun, sexy stories and questions, too. Tell us your experiences with romance and sex, and we'll share with the Romance Diva podcast audience. Of course, we'll keep the names out of it to protect the guilty and innocent alike. You can find past episodes at the Romance Diva podcast.symbolcast.com. The Romance Diva can be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music Podcasts. You can catch the Romance Diva Natasha Pendleton on social media. On Facebook, Natasha Hauser Pendleton. On Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, OKC's Romance Diva. You can email us, theromancedivapodcast at gmail.com. Check out the Romance Diva's event planning and custom design business at Unforgettable Events OKC on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Now back to more Romance Diva. This is her first time. <laughs> yes. As well? Yes. So, oh, wow. 
this is our first all around kind of thing and uh she really just I, I don't know what it was about her she just kept coming around <laughs> she kept talking to us she she talked to both of us and you know there there was a lot of like hiccups in the first few like months or so mm. and especially finding out I'm pregnant and yeah. then having all the hormones and issues with that and just having that come so early on in our relationship mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of um not in like a bad way but it kind of like advanced our yeah. relationship way, way more earlier. quickly than it normally would have gone um and then it advanced even more when, when she got pregnant, she got pregnant. <laughs> and it was even that was like a little tricky of a time for me because um I struggle with endometriosis and PCOS so it was a real struggle for me to get pregnant. Mm. I nine months was my time. Like I did that time. I cried over every test. It was so hard. And when I finally found out I was pregnant, I was like, "Oh my god! Like this is a sign. Like things are looking up." I had just quit my horrible job, and I am in a job now that I love, and everything was just looking up. So it just really all clicked and. She, she had her struggles. Um, she really, uh, she thought she had a miscarriage earlier in the year, but she didn't, but she, you know, was scared that she had. Um, but that, having that in the back of her mind really just kind of, you know, bothered her that I got pregnant. And we had a lot of communication issues. I mean, I know I know. earlier you were telling me uh, communication is key in every relationship. I feel like it's a thousand times mm. more um, intense. Like, it has to be a thousand times more intense, especially when you have another person. And it's not just you and one other person. It's three people with three very different ways of communicating and struggling to find a compromise with all All three three. people of I this is my love language this is how I'm feeling right now when you do this it makes me feel like this so it was just a lot of struggling to figure that out and then during that time it was really hard like I was pregnant you know she was dealing with the emotions of that Mm -hmm. and then we weren't trying in any way for her to get pregnant. <laughs> she was on the pill <laughs> every day. We we had an alarm and everything same yeah, time you take every it. day. And by God, he just has uh, super sperm. Sp- super sperm, yeah, magic sperm. <laughs> so he is Hispanic. So that's also like well, <laughs> I get that. I understand. It's it's that magic. <laughs> it's, but uh magic stick and magic swimmers. <laughs> but um I whenever that happened, I struggled with that because I was like it was just like magic, you know? Like it just happened. Like it was so hard for me to get pregnant and so there was a lot of jealousy with that. So it's just the it's just like any other relationship. There's back and forth. There's, you know, I get mad at him about this thing. She gets mad at him about that thing. But then we all talk about it, and we're good. And 
you know, we just have the way this way of communicating. Like mm-hmm. if t- the, if those those two are fighting and they're not getting along, I'll come in and I'll be the mediator. And generally, like I can see both sides, and I'll sit there and I'll try to explain it the way that I can get my husband to understand it, or I'll get her to you know understand it the way that he's trying to say and vice versa like all the way around like if me and my husband are you know having our screaming matches she's gonna be coming in like hey (laughs) referee (laughs) like throwing in a flag (laughs) like we referee each other's fight so it's also kind of cool to have that dynamic because yeah like we get we we fight like any other couple but we also have a built-in therapist that loves us (laughs) and that can talk us down from like screaming all these hateful words at each other and like just realizing hey she's right you're right you're both right let's figure out a way to be right together and compromise so it's just it's it's that too so do you guys have like um since it's all three of you guys, do you guys have, like, one-on-one time with each other? Yes. So, um, we have... That was a conversation that uh, started off really early. Like, um, in the beginning, I didn't prefer it that way. Just because we were all three getting to know each other and all that. But also, at the same time, as things started progressing I realized how restrictive that was I realized my husband you know he loves me like he is not gonna leave me I know I got that I got him on she's like Like, I know he is not gonna leave me so I was just like you know we had that conversation he came up to me and he was like you know would it bother you? And he was like, because I want you to know, it, it wouldn't bother me if, if you guys went off and did y'all's own thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I, and when he told me that, it just kind of, like, released a lot of that, like, I call it, like, monogamous thinking. Um, some of, some of the, sometimes it is forced monogamous thinking. Mm-hmm. You have to be this person's one in everything. That is, I mean, for in my opinion, I'm going to say in my opinion, that is so, um, like, cla- a claustrophobic feeling because I have to be everything for everybody. It feels like I'm a mom. Like, right. I got to be everything for kids. these three kids. Mm-hmm. And then I got to be everything for this person, too. Like, it's, it's a lot. Like, my husband, he likes to... He likes to roughhouse. He likes to wrestle around. Like, he was a wrestler, wrestler in high school. So, mm-hmm. like, he just has that playful mentality. And I don't. Like, I just, I don't like to wrestle. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm more of like a, I'll watch. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't want to get hurt. So. I have the cue cards. That was a 10. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. But Cammy, she's like that. She she likes to get down, like have fun. Like she has a little brother, so she she has that. So you, you guys know, almost have like a balance. Off yeah, of each other. and like, like whenever whenever Cammy needs me to be more you know emotional than than Brian can be at sometimes, and I'm there for her for that. And like I can be, I can provide that female emotional mm-hmm. you know response that she's needing from me. And so, like, I can provide things for her that he can't, and he can provide things for me that she can't, and 
all like like I said, all the way around. It's all equal, and it's it's just such um, it's such a hard burden trying to be everybody's one and everything and only and having that extra person there it's it's really helpful and not just not just financially i mean come on now i got a full-time job my husband has a full-time job Mm -hmm. and my wife gets to stay home with her babies like that's the life (laughs) like i get to go have a career like that i i'm very career driven i i love the job that i'm in Mm -hmm. and um I get to go do that every single day. And, and not worry about your babies. I, I, my babies are at home being loved on and taken care of by my wife. And, like, my husband's at home or at work, you know, making bank, too. So yeah. we're really able to, like, just have that. Like, I don't have to worry about daycare. Mm-hmm. I, don't have to, I don't have to worry about finding a babysitter. Like, now, if we all want to go out, like, my, my uh, Cammie's mom, she's more than welcome. Or she's like, I'll take the babies. You guys go have fun. So, it's it, it's really having... So, not a big event. night out in Chuck E. Cheese. You guys can actually... Okay. <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah, we, yeah. We can still go out. I mean, uh, you know, just because we had two babies. <laughs> like, I mean, it is harder for us to do things. Out. You know, it's harder for us to have some of that quality, quality time. time. Um, you know, she's still recovering. Yeah, so it's, she just had the baby. Yeah, so she's still uh, within that. But... Um, like, with me and my husband, like, you know, if we want, like, you know, alone time or if, like, they want alone time, all they have to do is communicate that to me. Like, hey, you know, we're going to go off and do our own thing. Like, can you watch the babies for a little bit? And, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. As long as I got tomorrow. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know. I got my day coming. But, I mean, <laughs> like, you know, and then when, you know, we're actually able to all, all be, be included. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I mean, a lot of our experience was one man and two pregnant women, so <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> but, I mean, regardless, it was still fun. <laughs> did, did he enjoy pregnant sex? With oh, pregnant yeah. I, I think he did. I think he did. He was even like, at one point he was even contemplating. He was like, I feel like we would make bank on like an OnlyFans or something and I was I really considered it I was like maybe mm, I, was like, 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 uh, I was like I was like no side I was like but no if I if I'm gonna put myself out there like that I want to make sure I look good so <laughs> like I mean not pregnant because like that's also like the babies in there <laughs> yeah but that would have probably made some good money on I know. Fans. you know there's that, some kink there's out there exactly, for that. exactly. you could charge 15.99 like, a month oh. for that quality content i mean but we did we did kind of toy around with it we do have an only fan but like we don't ever really post anything because <laughs> we're so busy with these babies <laughs> it's like i don't have time for that part anymore it sounded just, good during just COVID. put up your phone and just little just yeah, <laughs> but if your phone, let it record whatever happens. <laughs> so, now, and this is probably, I think I've asked everybody this question. How did your family take it? Hard. Uh, my family and my friends took it pretty hard. Um, I feel like the person who took it the hardest um, was, it was kind of like a tie-up. Um, my ex-best friend um 
I'm not going to put her business right. out there because if she so happens to hear this, I want her to know that her secrets will always go with me to my grave. Um, but it was a traumatic experience for her. Um, just because of family members that, you know, similar situation. Situ- yeah. But very toxic. So it hurt her a lot. That situation did in particular. Um, and it hurt other people that she cares about. Mm-hmm. So I was I was very close in her family. I went to all the family, you know, gatherings, all that. And so um, my presence just uh, was causing a bit of an issue traumatically, like the, the past experiences and, you know, um, all that just really affected her Mm -hmm. so um it caused a rift and I also I didn't really I wasn't we weren't really forthcoming with Cammie's pregnancy um just because nobody really knew like we we my mother knew his mother knew and that was it about our relationship but like they didn't know she was pregnant Mm -hmm. and we her his my husband's mother lives in Houston. He moved to Houston here. He moved from Houston up here to be with me in 2019. So we hadn't even told her mm-hmm. and it was something that we wanted to tell her face to face. So because we hadn't told her face to face that Kimmy was pregnant, we were trying to keep it off social media on our pages because we didn't want anybody, you know, jumping the gun and going yeah. and telling them. And, you know, we we hadn't, we wanted it to be, like, an in-person thing. And she was in Houston for a while. And um, she has a job where she can't get off too quickly or mm. for a long time. So when uh, Cammie had made a post on her own personal private uh, Facebook um, set only to, like, view as friends... She accidentally forgot to untag people who are tagged can see this post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she found out that my wife was pregnant and through that, and she was very upset with me that I hadn't shared that information with her. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I hadn't even told my mom yet. <laughs> like, I don't even know how my mom is going to respond and she w- my best friend was always on the fence about this relationship in the beginning mm. so it was just not something that I-, I was scared genuinely honestly i was fucking scared of everything like i was afraid of people are people are so petty especially if you're a mother if you're a mother and you're in a different type of relationship and there's more factors to it it is so scary mm. somebody could call and just say, hey, you know, this, they're, doing this. they're doing this. And so it really, honest to God, terrified me. And I I love my babies. I love my babies more than anything in the world, and I didn't want to jeopardize any of that. And so I just knew that I had a lot of friends that didn't share the same mentality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just didn't want to put that out there yet. Yeah. And so after her and I's, you know blowout argument uh fight that we Mm -hmm. had um we don't talk 
we, you know, I see her on Facebook. I still keep her on my Facebook so I can see pictures of my nephews and all that. But it really hurt that she just couldn't accept that this is me. And she didn't want to accept that this is who I've always been. And it's not anything new. It's not anything that's changed. It's just I've I'm you have the freedom now to act. And so what that caused is a thinking that if my best friend of fifteen years, fifteen years, I I was best friends with her sisters. She touched my child coming out of me. Right. Like, I mean, not to get too gruesome, but like, this, <laughs> this woman has, you know, I mean, she was there. And if she can't accept me for who I am, then why the fuck am I worried about anybody, anybody else? So I just went on my Facebook and I made this long ass post and I was like, you know what, since it's apparently got to be like this public knowledge, I'm in a throuple relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Just, I will tell you, honestly, if you are out there and you are scared to come out because you think that people are going to, you know, sit there and judge you, I'm going to tell you that the amount of love that I received on that post made up for 15 years worth of a friendship that went down the drain because she did not want to accept me. I understand that polyamory is a very taboo subject. It's not talked about. It's not, you know, too often do you hear about it. But the love that I received from over a hundred people on my post made up for that. Mm. I mean, it was, I had gun-toting Trump, you know, <laughs> loving redneck, <laughs> like, people messaging me, my cousin, my cousin mm. messaged me and was just like, I am so proud of you. Mm. And I was just like, well, you don't really? even like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> But, I mean, it was it was amazing. So, if you're scared, if you're in a polyamorous relationship and you're scared of what people think because it's a taboo subject, just fucking do it. And, like, I mean, I just had to do that for just to receive all the love that I had been hiding from, I guess. Like, for, it was about, I would say it was about seven months into our relationship that I finally, like, posted Literally. that. That was seven months of being scared, of being scared that... everybody else would think. Exactly. And then with with the other person, with his mother, um, I love this woman. This woman is, I mean, my second mama. She, I've known her since 13. Yeah. She, she has fed me. She has clothed me before. I mean, this woman is an angel on this earth. And it broke my heart. To have her ask me why her son wasn't good enough for me. Mm. And because she was just confused. She was so confused. She was, she thought that he was just not enough, that I just had to have more. And I was just, I, it's it's not, not about it being enough. It's, it's really not. It's about coming to terms with who you are and hoping to God the person that you are in love with accepts that 
because if they don't, then it's going to fucking hurt because you love this person and you want to be able to be yourself, but you feel like you can't. So when he accepted me, it was just like, he will always be enough in my eyes. I told him, like, even when I brought up, like, you know, hey, you think maybe we should start doing this? Like, I even told him, if it's not for you, if you honestly cannot do this, we won't do it. Because you mean more to me than anything. But it didn't. I mean, like I said, the, the next day after our first encounter, you know, I mean, we couldn't even keep our hands off each other. It so was... He loved you enough to let you be your true you. Mm-hmm. He did. And I asked him about it later on, like, you know, when when we found out we were having two babies <laughs> and, and all this and this whole relationship just kind of, like, hit the, you know, yeah. hit the pedal real fast. And I was just like, what? I was like, do you feel like I forced you into this? And he looked at me and he was like, I don't own you. He was like, you may be my wife. He was like, you may be my soulmate. He was like, but I don't own you. He was like, you are not mine to control and tell what to do. He was like, if you want to do this, I want to experience that with you. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. You know, how are you supposed to grow as a person if you don't actualize the things that are you know in the back of your head like if if you're sitting there all your life thinking I'm a guy but I kind of like guys but I'm not too sure about it how are you gonna know Mm -hmm. I mean you you only grow as a person by experience experience exactly what you got over there? You've been quiet. <laughs> I've been quiet because this has been fascinating. Been, I'm like, wow. First of all, I like your husband already and haven't met the man. Thank you. Because that's exactly the attitude that men are supposed to have when it yes. comes to women. Is that, or another person? Uh, mm-hmm. I shouldn't leave out the the men who like men. But uh, yeah, it's we don't control each other. We're not. Uh, so that impressed me. Yes. That impressed me right there. Yes. That uh, he told you that because that we need more of that in this world, not necessarily yes, for a throuple purpose or polyamory just purpose, in but general, just in as general, better people is just bettering yourself as a human being. I mean, it's not hard. <laughs> and you would think that it's not hard, and people make it so mm-hmm. hard. They do. But you know how many times we've talked about communication. Is so important. I think we talked about it almost every. Episode. I think it's every episode, we and talk I think about people it. still don't communicate. <laughs> well, that's okay. I get that, but we're still going to tell you too. Right, but this is the perfect example. So far, it sounds like everything's working simply because of communication. Communication. It is. It, it really also, is, and it also sounds like there's some genuine affection between all three of you. Yes, mm-hmm. and. And, I mean, it's evident every time I can tell because she's smiling. Because she stays smiling. I mean. I was like, I just, need that, I just need that same smile behind a camera lens because I need another session and she's slow playing. <laughs> I got to get a new camera. My lens broke. Oh, my happened. gosh. Oh, no. And they're expensive. Yes, they are. So, yes, yeah, they are. Got to save up. But when I'm I, on the way. When I'm I met your mom. <laughs> 
And I was like, she was like, she was talking about her daughter. And I was like, I had a girl take my pictures. And and I don't know how we figured it out. Like, how we right. were dealing with the same person. I get a random text from my mom. Hey, you know this girl? And I was like, yeah. I, I took a picture of her ass not too long ago. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I, guess, I guess what kind of advice, if people are exploring this, and I got a feeling I know what the advice is because we just kind of mentioned the C word. Yes. Uh, uh, I mean, because I don't think in a million years in my vanilla-ish relationship could I ever go to my wife and say, hey, you right. know, I'd really like some help around here to do some dishes and some laundry because right now you're spending a lot more time on a video game than you should, you know, maybe an extra little income and stuff like that. Right. That's the attractive factor to me. Exactly. That's yeah. what the, the financial aspect is really great. But I mean, no, if you're, if you're like sitting there and you're with your partner and you're having these feelings and you're afraid to come to them, I mean, that's your person. That's the that's the person you should feel really comfortable with, and you can talk to them about anything. Like, mm-hmm. you should be able to open up to them. And if it's something that you got mentally going on, I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'm in therapy. <laughs> like, we all are in therapy. I'm in therapy. Um, Ain't no shame in that game. It is a really, beautiful thing. Yeah, you, I mean... If if you're having if you feel like you can't talk to that one person, that's when you really gotta look inward and you that's when you really gotta think, okay, what do I have to do with myself? But once you get to that point, once once you've worked on yourself like I did with my husband, I worked on myself with him. I was unlearning a lot of trauma from my previous relationship, so I really like that having having him there really helped me unlearn all that trauma. So, if you are at that point where you and your spouse are like, okay, hey, let's do this, <laughs> um, I would just really recommend, I mean, our way that we did it wasn't the most, you know, uh, you know, it was... It's not the epitome was, of what a throuple is supposed it to be? Was, yeah, it was uh, this app called Tamey, is like this lesbian app <laughs> that all the lesbians get on and... I was like, okay, we're going to cast our net there. And honestly, that's that's when we had people, hey, what's your husband into? Hey, what are you into? Like, oh, can you and I just hook up? And it was an experience that we wanted to have together. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, yeah, let's just go do this just to do it. Like, no. You were selective. Yeah, we were selective, but... Really having having a community, um, honestly, Facebook groups help. Um, there's a local group, uh, Oklahoma Poly and Discussion. Um, it's on Facebook. Uh, there's multiple other Oklahoma Facebook groups out there that you can join and then ask questions anonymously. Like, I don't know how many of those anonymous posts that I made because <laughs> I was in the first seven months of this new throuple relationship and I had no, no idea. idea what to do. And I was just like, are they good off in the room by themselves? <laughs> like, do they need some water? Like, is it is it customary for me to go get them refreshments while they're doing it? Like, I, I just don't know. <laughs> so, like, I just, I, no question is too stupid. No. I got your hot towel. <laughs> right? Like, let me run you a bath afterwards. <laughs> no, 
okay, man? man you're, you're really, really convincing me on this thread. <laughs> But I mean, it it just it really takes the right people and the right communication level. Oh wait, my wife hates everybody. (laughs) But the one thing that she really said so far that has stuck out with me the best, and I don't care what kind of relationship you have or who where you're going with it, but when you and your husband first got together, and he was like, "Let's work on." us first mm-hmm. and then you know like he didn't shoot down the idea like yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. like oh this ain't never gonna happen fuck that We're not like my ex yeah not like your ex yeah but he was like okay first before we add two let's make sure we're good yeah let's i just love that aspect of it because even in monogamous relationships what whatever your situation is People have forgot to make sure that they're good. Right. They yes. let they let so many outside forces affect things, and then it tears down the foundation because they never really built one. In their case, they built the foundation. Now, granted, they got pregnant around the same time, but <laughs> <laughs> so the foundation kind of got escalated. But they added stairs to but that foundation with, quick. <laughs> with that, with that escalation, I mean, there was challenges. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was that jealousy between me and my wife. Like I was so, um, like I was so, like jealous i i really was like that she was able to get pregnant so quickly and i wasn't Mm -hmm. and so there there's all those trials that a lot of people don't work through Mm -hmm. like things you know if they're in a throuple relationship honest to god honest to god she was ready for us to walk away she was ready for us to leave she was ready for us to kick her out she did not know what to expect she was fucking scared Hmm. but she was like, I will do whatever y'all want. This is still y'all's baby. She made it very clear to me that, like, this is your son, too. Like, but it was just, it, it, was, it wasn't even that that, like, convinced me. It was just that, like, the fact that she told me that that was going to be my son. Like, I, I wanted my daughter, like, I love my baby girl, but I wanted my daughter to be a son so, so bad. I, I wanted to have a son. I, I wanted that. But... I, and I felt like I got robbed of that when I found out that she wasn't going to be. And then when we found out she was, it was like that little spark in the back of my head. I was like, ooh, what if it's a boy? And then it was a and boy. And then it was a boy. I seriously remember when you posted, I think that it was a boy. Because I was yeah. like, 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 her post was, I'm like, this was what me and my daughter were like, okay, wait. So, <laughs> I remember when she got married. I remember the kids just, just, so this I left you some little trail like you were bread doing crumbs. Facebook yeah, <laughs> yeah so we were doing Facebook math. math. Okay, like, okay. She was being a Facebook detective mm-hmm. over there. So was like, she was okay. like, the timeline does mm-hmm. not add up. Because <laughs> at first she would say, my son, my son. I was like, okay, wait a minute. So me and, you know, me and Keisha were detective Facebooks. So we were like, okay, <laughs> And then it's like, we're we going to ask eventually. But let's, 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 let's see how this falls out. And the pictures show up. And I'm like, okay, wait, all right, all right, okay, mm-hmm. okay. I think I know what happened here. I, I, you think you know? Okay, well, we're good. And, but, you know, it's like my sister being a lesbian. It doesn't change the way I feel about anybody. I, I mean, I love them all. Mm-hmm. I just love that people are happy. I mean, that was always my big thing growing up. You know, 
I dealt with so many judgmental people my whole life yeah. that I got to see so many people broken and mm-hmm. unhappy. And it was like, monogamy works for some people, but it's not a cookie cutter mold for everybody. And exactly. people have got to stop. You know, you're raised one way. Yes, I, I was born and raised Pentecostal, so I know how much trouble saying that monogamy ain't for everybody. Somebody <laughs> gonna run and tell my mama I said that. I know it. I'm sure they will. But everything ain't for everybody. And here's my thing. It, it ain't my, it's not my life to live. If it's your life to live and it makes you happy, who am I? And so, like, just like with that, whatever goes on in my house, if you don't like it, who the fuck are you? <laughs> it's not your house. <laughs> Let me be me. You be you. I'm not. I'm not tripping. And I think if people, you know, relationships, friendships, things go by the wayside because people just refuse to let people be who they truly are and who they want to be. And so. I love I love when people can come sit on the couch and give me the whole tea. I love the tea. Oh, I love the tea. But I just I just commend you because you finally got to live your truth and you are so happy because I know when I met you, you were not as happy as you are right now. Yeah. Definitely. You were yeah, you were I was still working you through, were still some going through some things. I was things. struggling. That was a, you know, that was a time in my life when I was not doing the best mm-hmm. mentally. So I was just trying to fill it up with different things, yep. photography mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Do this, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna dash to the next thing. <laughs> but the smile she has now, like literally, that was not the smile a couple years back. Like mm-hmm. when I first met her, she was. You guys were dating. Yeah, you guys we were still dating. Yeah, because yeah. he hadn't even proposed. We had yet. just so moved guys, up there yeah. too, so it was yeah. very new. So into like, I mean, we had been together. We moved from Ada together, so we were still within like the first two, three years of mm. our relationship. So it was still that. Yeah, so, so I love the smile you have now. <laughs> thank you. I have to agree. And Olivia, it's been so great to meet you. Nice and thank you for you coming too. on to the podcast and, and sharing your story because that's a brave thing too. <laughs> yes. Well, there's not a lot of representation for polyamory, for throuples, for bisexual, you know, people and you know, who are within that, you know, polyamorous community. So I just, I, I would like there to be more representation. So if I have to be the one to do it, then so hopefully be. there's a trend and there's more people who are polyamorous that comes on here. So Come refer them to the couch. Me and Jason. <laughs> right. Because, you know, Nika- Natasha doesn't like it when it's just one-on-one on the couch with Jason. <laughs> she likes her multiples as well. I do. And so if you want to be on the couch with us and make our own little podcast thruple, <laughs> how do we get a hold of you, Natasha? You can hit me up on Facebook at Natasha Hauser Pendleton. Follow me there. You can also email the podcast directly at theromancedivapodcast at gmail.com. And you can always find me on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, um, Twitter. I'm still on Twitter. I, haven't, I, I do need to tweet a little bit much. I ain't done that in a while. But all those handles are OKC's Romance Diva. You can find me there. 
And of course, it's also romance season. It is so, and graduation season, and it was Teachers Appreciation Week this week. So, and Mother's Day. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, my other business is event planning, and so if you do have any event planning needs or any custom design needs, feel free to go to my Instagram page or our Facebook page, which is Unforgettable Events OKC. And we can help you take care of all those t-shirt requests, event planning, picnics in the park, all that jazz, whatever you need. Except for weddings. I don't marry y'all. Nope. I don't. That's one thing I don't do. But other than that, picnics, hotel decorations, all those goodies, party favors, I'm your girl. One day I'm just going to need you to slide into my husband's DMs and just I know. be like, hey, your girls need a, your girls need a day. I don't have to do that because I see I know his name. He's gonna be like, "Who the hell?" Be like, "It's like your girls deserve something special." Something you they wouldn't that be cool to do? Yes, yeah, like a hotel room, Mm -hmm. but for a thruple. Yes. Mm -hmm. See, because I haven't done a thruple yet. I've done I've done some lesbian couples for, but I've and I've had some gay couples, but I haven't done a thruple. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna talk to Brian. We got, we got, we're gonna have. We're you're gonna corner the market. Okay. <laughs> hey. hey. Um, LGBTQ I'm event planning. Hey. I, I cater to all. At yeah. all. Yes. Yeah. There. There ain't no scaredy cat bakers on cakes here. Mm-mm. All right. Ain't no well, shame in my game. Well, if this is the uh, first podcast you heard for the Romance Diva podcast, we've got a whole bunch of others on our website. 18? This is episode 18. Oh my gosh. Yeah, wow. we're two away from 20 at this point. Wow, okay. You, look at, you done put up with me for almost 20 episodes. Well, looky there. I mean, we must be doing something right. I think you just like coming to see me. <laughs> well, I will definitely be back to see you. So. Oh, <laughs> see, look. See? She's coming back. All right. Okay. You can have a regular. <laughs> so if you want to hear more episodes, you can always find that at the Romance Diva Podcast.simplecast.com. Once again, the Romance Diva Podcast.simplecast.com. And of course, we're on all the major podcast carriers. Yes, we are. So well, once again, Olivia, thank you so much for joining of the course. show today and, and having fun with us and telling us your story because you've had me enthralled. There's very <laughs> rarely you hear me shut up. You had him almost speechless. That's why I, I mean, had to say something. It was a little quiet. I was like, I'm like, he ain't gonna say nothing. Don't other people talk to? <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of monopolizing. <laughs> no, you didn't. You say had him thank just you. in. He was like, I'm like, he ain't saying nothing. I ain't used to that. Yeah, well, we did. when somebody gets going and I'm interested, it's like, oh, popcorn. Oh. If he would have had some popcorn, he would have been smacking oh, it. You should have had, had some of them pretzels you ain't made me in a while. What pretzels? Pretzels? When's Didn't the last you make time me I... some pretzels? No, no. Oh, it was the um, it was the Chex Mix. It was the Chex but Mix. That's why I thought it was you wanted the smoke Chex Mix. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't done that for a long time. That was like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang, that's like a Christmas thing. You gotta wait till next like holiday season for all that. Fuck that. See, all right. Well, and then I gotta do more than just podcasting then on the weekends. I gotta. Hey, if there's anybody out there that knows how to put more hours in the day, I could use them. Same here. I got two babies. <laughs> I got two grandbabies, and I'm tired. Well, on that note, next time. This has been. The Romance Diva Podcast. See ya! Holla!